Herbert West is at the top of his class in medical school. How can you teach such dribble? These people are here to learn and you're closing their minds before they even have a chance. What are He's you? brilliant, but a little weird. I've broken the six to 12 minute barrier. I've conquered brain death. His experiments have always been unorthodox. It was dead. But lately, they're getting out of hand. And he's just made a discovery that could wake up the dead. Herbert West has affected reanimation in dead animal tissue. What are you thinking? How do you feel? You? 15 cc's of reagent being administered. Once you wake up the dead, you've got a real mess on your hands. Dead? Not anymore. Herbert West brought a lot of dead people back to life. And not one of them showed any appreciation. H.P. Lovecraft's classic tale of horror, Reanimator. Mr. West. You'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head? Get a job in a sideshow. It will scare you to pieces. All right, welcome to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And of course, I am Johnny. And I'm Randy. And we have a great episode lined up for you today. It is the one and only Reanimator. The one and only? Yes. Didn't they make like four of these? No, there's only one reanimator. There, a, may, there may be reanimator two, three. There's a bride of the reanimator. I mean, really? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> you hyped this movie up a lot. You know what? Boo you and your face. <laughs> Boo! <clears throat> I enjoyed the movie. But anyway, we ain't even going to get into that right now. But... Ah. Anyway, Randy, before we get going, how's life been treating you? It's been good. Come off COVID a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, been working. Good deal, good deal. <clears throat> Seems like that's all there's time to do anymore. Yep. And now we are officially rolling into October, which is, you know, of course, my favorite holiday, Halloween coming up. Call it Spooktober. Yes. You know, you know when you take a poop in October, it's called a spooky dookie. Do you know you said that? Did I ask you exactly a year ago? <laughs> yes. That's yes, awesome. sir. The exact same thing. That's awesome. But hey, classics never die, man. It's just, it's just true. It's right. a spooky dookie. But we hope uh, each and every one of y'all have been enjoying our new episodes, uh, the Fly and Freaks. And if you haven't heard those episodes. And you've skipped them and listened to this one for some reason. We're What's just, wrong with you? Right. We're just letting you know that we do things a little different now. And this is the last time we'll mention it. But instead of going scene by scene in the films now, now we actually just give a review of it, of what the movie's about, basically. And then we discuss the films, what we like about it, what we didn't like about it, the scenes, all that good stuff. Uh-huh. So, the episodes may not be as long, but I think they're more detailed. I think so. 
Could well, we more detail with our thoughts on it. I think we actually talk about the movie more instead of just going over the movie. Right. So, Randy. Yes. You want to hit us up with that summary? I give you the synopsis. The the, 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 the synop- Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay. After an odd new medical student arrives on campus, a dedicated local and his girlfriend become involved in bizarre experiments centering around the reanimation of dead tissue. Pretty good, man. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good... Yeah, it is. Didn't give you too much information. Right. Gave you just enough. Reanimator came out in 1985, and it's classified as a horror sci-fi. And comedy. Is it really? IMDb has it listed as a comedy horror sci-fi. Hmm. I was laughing through the most for, for a good chunk of this movie. I would say about the last 15 minutes of it. To, in my, now, that's my opinion, but mm, but IMDb gave it a 7.2 out of a 10, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 94%. Which surprises the heck out of me. Yes, because we never really go by those ratings, because Rotten Tomatoes gives really good movies crappy ratings. Well, I was going to say, they usually underscore really good movies. Mm-hmm. IMDb's the same way. But the budget on this film was 900000 Really? Yes. Box office made $2 million. And now this this movie came out when? <clears throat> 1985. Okay, so 900,000 was quite a bit back then. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by Gordon Stewart. And let's see here. The cast. The one and only who played Herbert West as Jeffrey Combs. We got Dan or Bruce Abbott plays Dan Kane. And, of course, the talented and very, very beautiful Barbara... Crampton played Megan. And then we got David Gale as Dr. Carl Hill, which I think plays a really good bad guy. He did, he did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Robert Sampson plays the Dean, uh, which is actually Megan's father, uh, Mr. What's his name? Uh, Halsey? Halsey. Halsey. And I think that's pretty much just about it. Unless you want to go ahead and name uh, the... Uh, oh, that was Mr. J-Mac. J-Mac. Jerry Black. It was funny because they, I don't remember them ever saying his name through the whole movie. And then right at the end, within like the last 10 minutes, you get a close-up shot of his uh, name back, name name tag. He yeah. said Mr. J-Mac. But yeah, J- uh, Mr. Mac. Yeah, he, Mr. Mr. J. Mac. Yeah, he he uh, he stole a few scenes for me. In my opinion, <laughs> I like that. He was, was fun. But that being said, uh, Randy, I'll let you kick this one off, man. I kicked freaks off. I'll let you kick this one. Right off. on. So the Reanimator is centered around the uh, workings and the um, I guess the scientific studies of a Doctor Gruber. Mm-hmm. Um. His whole thing about it was was his uh, what's the word I'm looking for his uh, not studies but his uh, research yeah his research was all centered around reanimating dead people for the uh, for the most part yeah so um, we go to um, what was the name of the school Mistok well before that is when uh, the whole uh, yeah. We run into him trying to save yeah. the doctor. Yeah. So he's, he's, um, Dr. Gruber is, uh, 
is the guy that the research is all based around. Yeah. And that's when we first get introduced to him and Mr. West. Yes. And he's all cracked out on his stuff. Um, so then West goes to this, mes- what is it called? It's a mes- mescatonic, mescatonic yeah. medical school. That's where we get introduced to Dan Kane. We yeah. get introduced to Dr. Halsey, Dr. Hill, Megan are the main people that we get introduced to. There's, yeah. there's some other people, but, you know, they really don't, you know, matter. They're not, <laughs> they're not important. Um, so he's coming over here, and he's trying to continue his research that he thinks he's perfected from Dr. Gruber. Yeah. Um, come to find out, Dr. Hill is um, one of the leading brain surgeons, I believe, at uh, the medical school. And he's come up with this 6- to 12-minute theory based on uh, a lot of Dr. Gruber's research. Is the brainstem remains active for 6-12 to 12 minutes after somebody's died. Right. Wes doesn't believe that. No. Uh, well, Herbert. I'm going to call him Wes. Yeah. Just, that's what, just so. I think that's what they call him for I most of the movie. Yeah. Um, he thinks that that's not right. Because of all the research that Dr. Gruber's done. So, the whole plot behind the entire movie is Wes is trying to further his research. He gets Dan uh, Kane. He gets him involved. And he shows him by finding out that he's got his dead cat in his little refrigerator. And he's, he's proving, basically, to him that he can bring the cat back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he One scene, he goes down in the basement and the cat's attacking him after he brought him back to life. Right. And then he's dead. And they're in there, and he injects them with the, the reanimated juice and brings the cat back to life right in front of Dan. So Dan believes him. He's on board. So the the movie is basically Wes and Kane getting together and trying to test their theory to prove to Dr. Halsey. Halsey doesn't believe it. He wants to kick. He, kicks, he ends up kicking Wes out of the medical school, mm-hmm. and he ends up punishing Kane for his involvement with the research. Right. Um they they end up breaking into the morgue to test out on a dead body. They get jumped by the body because it comes back to life like a Walking Dead zombie. Yeah. Um, they get whooped. Well, the Walking Dead Halsey actually follows them. You know, ends up going down there because he knows <clears throat> that they're they're there into the morgue. He's beating on the door, and then this zombie ends up breaking the door down, <clears throat> gets into a tussle with Halsey, ends up killing Halsey. Wes's idea was. He waited too long for the cadaver that went crazy, so he ends up trying it on Halsey. Halsey comes back to life, and he's a little bit tamer. You know, right. he still goes a little bit crazy. So he um, he decides that, that that that's what it was. Um, so then Hill finds out later on in the movie he wants to uh, blackmail Wes. Wes doesn't like it. Hill wants to take his credit for the research. Wes actually ends up killing. Doctor Hill, Hill. yeah, um, with a shovel. Man. With a shovel, cuts his head off. Yeah. Straight cuts his head off. Um, he ends up killing Doctor Hill. He brings <laughs> he brings his head back to life, just the head. And he says, uh, what, "What did he no, say?" No, he actually puts it in the heart too. Remember? Yeah, he puts it in the body. Yeah, he brings the head back to life first, and he says, "I never tried it by body parts. Yeah, like, I've never brought back body parts." So he he injects the head and he injects the body, and they all come back to life. Well, the body ends up knocking out Wes. After he comes to, the Dr. Hill has skedaddled and stolen all his research. Yes. Um, well, we find out after that, Hill is uh, obsessed with Dr. Halsey's daughter, Megan. Yes. 
which he kind of actually made a little creepy before he got killed. He made a comment to her. He was like, when she was looking at her dad going nuts. Yeah. He said, and if you're ever lonely. Yeah. You can call me. Well, then they find the uh, file in his office that's got locks of her hair and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. So Hill decides that he's got an idea. He uh, <laughs> he gets his body to gather his head and takes it back to the, the medical school. Yes. In his office. And his whole theory is lobotomizing with his new invention that was going to make the hospital famous, which was a, just like a laser. Like a laser thing to do lobotomies or to work on the brain or something like that. Um, he uh, he ends up lobotomizing Doctor Halsey after he's been back back to life. Gets Halsey to go pick up his daughter, brings his daughter in, does unmentionable things <laughs> in the middle of the morgue. Well, Wes and Kane show up. They want to fix it. You know they you know try to. Uh, try to save her. Well, what they don't realize is Dr. Hill has done, put all these cadavers out of the morgue and injected them all with the serum. They all come back to life. They get into a tussle. West comes up with this idea. It's going to be an overdose. Yeah. So he ends up pulling two full syringes of his, you know, surge serum. Yeah. And just injects them into the body. Well, the body hits the ground, starts exploding and his intestines rip out, grab West and start wrapping around him. He throws his bag back as uh, Megan and Kane are, are running out and trying to save. Kane grabs a bag. You talking about Dan? Yeah. Yeah. Dan. They go to get away. Um, they get attacked in the elevator. Megan gets choked out. Yep. They uh, He's you know trying to bring her back to life or, or he's trying to resuscitate her or whatever. Takes her into the ER and uh, they you know work on her, get the paddles out, try to bring her back to life. Nothing. It all comes back around the circle is at the beginning, Dan, is, he's trying to save a woman's life mm-hmm. and he's giving her CPR. Right. And it's the exact same situation just about. And the woman, I guess it's a, a doctor above him. When they keep, when they call it, they're like, she's <clears throat> dead. And she pulls him to the side. She goes, a good doctor know when's, knows uh, when to quit. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead. So he, he he's trying to bring his fiance, which is what we find out they're actually engaged. Um, they fail. All the doctors and nurses end up leaving. He's sitting there with her body. He remembers he's got the bag. He takes the bag out, pulls out the surge serum, and the final shot is just him with the serum up under her head. Everything goes black except the bioluminescent serum, and then you can see the plunger just kind of taking the serum away. You get a scream. So he brought his old lady back to life. Right. And then that's that. That's pretty much the whole movie. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> and you did a very good job of telling it. Well, thank you. Very you much. are welcome. So that was our review yeah. of the Rient. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like because he looks at her and he's like, "I love you." Right yeah, he, he and you can tell like it was almost like we we talked about it while we were watching it. Pet mm-hmm. Cemetery. Yeah, like you can tell that he just kind of snapped. He didn't do it as uh, as emotional as right. uh, Doctor Lewis did, but. It was pretty much the same situation. The only difference is we didn't get to see this one, which yeah. I'm not overly thrilled about. But, you know. <laughs> but I will say, uh, now that you've ran through the film, uh, to me, I wrote down some of the scenes that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like I said, I, the one thing I'll, I'll say is I never got bored with the film. Uh, I, I haven't ever gotten bored with the film. Uh, I enjoy it, but... 
the parts that really got to me was when Dr. Carl was teaching the class about the human brain. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought that scene was shot very well. I thought it was, uh, I liked the angles it shot. How it circled around the class and he's continuing to explain. And they, to me, they go in such detail. Like when he's cutting the guys the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you just take it and you peel it like an orange and they show it. Yeah. That's one thing I like about this film is they were not shy about showing the effects. Well, it's not just that. I mean, for this movie to be... 1985. 1985. This movie came out a year before we were born. So it was 37 years old. The graphics weren't bad at all. No, it like, wasn't. Up until the end when, you know, the body exploded and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that was kind of cheesy looking. Yeah. But for the most part... The graphics were really good. Yeah. Like, especially the, the scene where Wes decapitated Dr. Hill. Mm-hmm. That looked, like, legit. Yeah, it did. And and their um the prosthetics and everything like that, everything looked really good t- to be 37 years old. Well, starting the film off with uh, that doctor that he's, you know, he's trying to save, oh, well, Wes is. Dr. Gruber. Yeah. And the guy's eyes start bugging out and all this stuff. Yeah. You know... Even when he puts his hands up on his head and you can see the bumps, like, it looks like his brain is, like, bubbling. Bubbling? Yeah. To me right there, if that doesn't impress you when you first watch the film, then you're just like, eh. That's why I always go back to, they had to bust her tail to make it look good. And now you got CGI where they're just like, eh, we'll throw it on there. I like that effects better. Could you just imagine 1985 going to see this at the drive-in? No. That would be trippy. No, man, it's... And I know for the longest time, because I had seen the uh, scene with Dr. Hill when he's got uh, Megan's body on the table, Mm -hmm. I had seen that, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. If that's that bad, how's the rest of the movie? And it kept me uh, from watching this movie a long time. I mean, because I didn't know where how bad this movie was going to be. I'll say, when, when you told me that it, it gets worse, it gets worse, and there's parts, and then you told me that was the bad part, and I was like, all right, that was rough. It wasn't near what I thought it was going to be with the way you were hyping it up. It, it was still nasty. Well, it, by, it's... By, you know, it was still bad. And, I, and if your daughters had walked in, I'd have told you to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. It's, and, and that was the main scene that I never wanted them to see. Yeah. Because, yeah, granted, he doesn't do it. But, but it's the fact that, you know, the slow pace of him holding his head and he's... Just uh, slowly going in between. Yeah, he, he's yeah. licking her neck, uh, kissing her breast. And, I, and I'm just kind of like, man, I hope they paid uh, Miss Crampton a lot of money. Oh, man, she had to. <laughs> especially be strapped down on the table and have somebody's head licking all over her body. Yeah. It was, yeah. But... That, uh, was, that was nasty. But, but you know, that's the, the big scene, yeah. you know. But then the graphics of the bodies themselves, like all the reanimated bodies at the end of mm-hmm. it, all those graphics were really good. And there's a scene earlier where um, when Wes and uh, Dan are going through the morgue trying to find a body. Yeah. Um, they're going through and they're reading the different um, causes of death on the, the bodies, the cadavers mm-hmm. in the morgue. Those were all the bodies that were brought back to life. Like the guy that got the shotgun to the face, yep. the guy that got run over, the meatball, the yep. guy that got burnt, you know? That's the one that killed uh, Barbara. Yeah. The, or Megan. Yeah, the one that it. choked up uh, Megan. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as the graphics go, man, I thought... And then the acting was... I, to me, Wes was the best actor in the whole movie. I was just going to say, <laughs> his real name's Jeffrey Combs. Oh, dude, dude. Awesome. I thought he played that part to a T, man. He did perfect. His movements. He was so slick. Yeah. Like he was smooth with his movements. The way he worded things. The look. 
The dude has the facial expressions down, mm-hmm. the movement down. I mean, like, especially like uh, one of my favorite scenes is where the morgue scene where they bring the dead body back, the buff body, you know? Yeah. And it's terrorizing the whole morgue. I love when he Wes is like, damn, look out. Yeah. And he's holding the, uh, what is that, the skull, uh, what is that called? Uh, skull saw, the bone saw. Bone saw. Yeah, and he's almost like he's irritated. He says, Dan, move. Yeah. <laughs> I like that because, like I said, he his experiment on that body wasn't working right. He, he knew pissed. he had to take it out. Yeah, but he, it was just the fact that he, it's the, that actor, man. Yeah. And there was there was a couple of times where he did this laugh that reminded me of uh, oh uh, on Billy Madison Eric that that weasel laugh oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, that, that, that I mean it was good it worked yeah but yeah he did I thought he did a, a to me I think he was the best actor and then the the villain Doctor Hill did a good job the guy that played Doctor Hill did a really good job right and and see and I and I think uh, uh, Barbara Crampton did an amazing job yeah I thought she played it. She played that vulnerable, vulnerable daughter and uh, girlfriend mm-hmm. or fiance, whatever, to a T. Like I feel like, like when she's looking and she's seeing her dad and she's crying, daddy, and all this stuff. Every time, I don't know, man. Her acting really stood out to me in this one. You know, uh, the crazy part about it is I can't think of one actor that didn't, to me, do a good job. No, 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 no. I mean, they all really, and there wasn't anybody that got on my nerves, like. You know, some other movies. But it's just like every... I can't think of one... Even J-Mac, who had very limited lines. Right. I mean, I thought he did a good job just his, like, facial expressions and the way he acted, his body movements and stuff. I see. And I think one, mean, one thing that me and you may disagree on, I feel like Jeffrey Combs, which played Mr. West, Barbara <clears throat> Crampton, who played Megan, and then her father, I think those were the three actual best actors, in my opinion. Say it again. West... West Megan and her dad. Yeah, yeah. I thought those. Were, Dan, yeah. don't get me wrong. Dan did good. Yeah. I, uh, he he yes he is a good actor. And the uh, David Gale who was Doctor Hill. Yeah. I thought he was good, but <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I felt like he was uh, trying a little bit too hard to come off creepy. Well, there was a couple you of times. Not, and when I say creepy, not scary. I'm talking about like a creep. Yeah. Like you know. Well, it was almost like he was. Like, there were times where he would say something, and he would just kind of pause and look off camera almost, and he was just like, was that creepy enough? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can get weirder. Well, yeah, like, that's that's the way I, I kind of seen it was like, they were like, hey, look now, you're supposed to be, like, horny for this chick. Yeah. And you're wanting to play it, you know, this is how we need you to play it. And then he would do it and be like, is that what you needed? Now, the scene I thought he did a really good job on was uh, the dinner scene where they were drinking the wine. Yeah, and that's when you could. That's when it kind of clicked that he had something mm-hmm. fishy with with Megan. Yeah, because he wanted he wanted uh, Dan to sit down and have a drink or wine with him, and then he was like, "Well, we really got to go." Well, then he was like, "Well, how about one more toast?" And he said to the daughter of the dean, and and just really focused on her. And that's when you kind of knew, hey, something's up with this dude. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, and now, like you said, uh, going to. There's only, to me, there was only two scenes that really, to me, stuck out that looked too cheesy. And then I was like, mm. One was uh, the cat when it was on, on his Wes's back. back. Yeah. yeah. And then they were like chunking it against the wall. I was like, okay. I, I mean, I get what they were going for. 
Yeah, and when and after they threw the cat and they you know made it sound like the cat was running off, they just started hitting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like the cat was on the ground and they were beating on the top of a cabinet. Yeah, like they were just trying to make noise. Which I get what they were doing. They you know they were showing that they were chasing it. Yeah, and then the end when uh, he does give the body, uh, he ODs the body. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the intestines coming out. Yeah, that didn't fit. It didn't yeah, because that was more you, like alien. You, there you yeah. go. Now you just went full blown John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah, exactly. And up now, up to the point where he killed Doctor Hill. Like I mean, even the scene where he cut his head off. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can get, I can get this. Not saying it's realistic, but I'm like, yeah, got you. Horror. This this is the horror sci-fi stuff. Then when he woke the doctor's head up, and the doctor was like. Uh, West, yeah. yeah, and then he was like, "You bastard," you know, yeah. whatever he said. And then when he slapped his head, I feel like once he woke up, then the comedy started rolling in, which isn't a bad thing because it did kind of live it up. But, but I'm like, you went this far, and now you start throwing in comedy, like it, humor? exactly. It was more sci-fi horror mm-hmm. for the majority of the movie, like I said, until the last 15, 20 minutes. Now I <clears> will <throat> say, it went. Horror sci-fi, then that part I told you it went comedy. But I do feel like once uh, her dad broke into her house and kidnapped her, Mm -hmm. when they laid her on that table, to me, full-blown horror. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a horror scene. Even though he's, you know, kissing on her and what he was fixing to do to her. I mean, that that was horrific looking. I mean, that was almost uncomfortable to watch to an extent. There you go. And to me, that could be some of the best horror. Oh, yeah. if, if you're watching a scene in a movie and it made you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. so that means they did exactly what they set out to do, yeah. which is good. But then once, like I said, and I did, I loved when uh, they come to rescue her and all the bodies popped up. When the oh, back, I thought that was an awesome shot. I thought that was sweet. Heck yeah. Like I said, I, lo- I like the, fi- the finale. I like the fight, but... When the intestines come out, I did. I was like you. The first thing I thought of was like, man, you just went full blown the thing or alien yeah. or something, you know? <clears throat> yeah, they went they went a little too extra on the sci-fi during that part. Like, did it go like I guess because he OD'd it, the intestines came alive? I don't know. D- to me, I don't see an explanation. I don't like either. in the very beginning of it when they open the door and he's in there with Gruber. Yeah. He makes the comment, well, he took too much. He overdosed her. He makes that comment. Mm-hmm. Well, Gruber gets up and his head's just bubbling. Yeah. So, what, I mean, if he'd have took more, his intestines would have come out? I don't know. You know I mean, it didn't bug me that his body exploded. No, or no, that no, his no. arms were kind of, you know, yeah. creepy looking. But the intestines taking on a life of their own made no sense. Right. But it was just like almost, it's almost like after they killed Hill and his body came back to life, the horror aspect was all about the gore. Mm. Like what they could put in the the final 15, 20 minutes gore-wise. Right. Because that's what the majority of it was. <laughs> Another scene real quick that uh, I really enjoyed was when uh, Megan, it was right after, <clears throat> yeah, it was a lovemaking scene, but Megan... And Dan, that's when you realize they're together and yep. their fiance, they're married, uh, they're engaged. Mm-hmm. As she's leaving, and she opens the door, and he's chasing her with the uh, 
the sheet, on, sheet on it. Yeah, like like a ghost or whatever. And she's cutting up, you know. When she opens the door, I like the fact that there's Wes just standing there. And uh, he's like, oh, the, uh, Dr. Wes, what are you doing here? And he, like, covers his chest real quick. And he just holds up that ad. The flyer, you know, that was, like, looking for a roommate. Yeah. I did like that because I thought um, Megan, her acting was really good in this scene because when he he's like, do you have a basement? And he looked at the basement, all that stuff. As soon as he was like, oh, yes, yes. And he pulls the money out for first month's, last month's rent, and all that. She just kind of looks at him, and you can see her. She's like, mm-mm, don't mm, do it. Don't you do this. Yeah. And the, but I, and it is. You'd want to know because she looked dead. She was like, uh, excuse me, Herbert. She's like, uh, why did you leave wherever he come from? Massachusetts, wasn't it? No, no. no. Was, uh, Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. Yeah, she he, said, we don't even know why you left Switzerland or something. And like I that. like it because he's just like, because I learned everything I, I could. Yeah. There was nothing left, you know. But even when he she found the cat, she finds the cat in the fridge. Even that scene, yes, you knew. Okay, there's something wrong with this dude. But still, even that, he was calm. He was like, "What well, are he, you doing in my room?" Yeah, I what? thought this was supposed to be a private room. Yeah, like he was like, "Why are you in here?" And then he like off the top of his off the top of the dome comes up with a reason why the cat's in the refrigerator. Yeah. He's like, it tipped over the garbage and got its head stuck in a jar and it suffocated. And I love the fact that he's like... I was like, holy crap. He, uh, and Dan's like, I mean, you couldn't have called me or left a note? He goes, what would that note say? Cat dead? I'll explain later. <laughs> details later. Yeah, yeah details he later. He said, what would the note say? Cat dead. Details later. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. He, uh, West always had something. Yeah. He Even, was slick. Huh? He was slick. Oh, yeah. Even when... And I'll tell you who he reminded me of, and you're not now, not his movements, but the way he could come up with stuff, Dexter. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I, I really could with the way he was able to come up with an excuse right off the top of his head. Yes. And it makes sense. Not just an excuse to be an excuse, but it was an excuse that made sense. What was the uh, security guard's name outside the morgue? J-Mac. When uh, he come through the door, and there was blood everywhere, and Megan's in there, and, you know, of course, her father, he hurried up and pushed her father into the corner mm-hmm. and he's like what's uh the guy's like what's wrong and west is like oh well he come in here and he was upset screaming i mean just the way he he had answered in for everything well what was funny about that is he knew exactly what to say and megan agreed with him because megan said he was just angry mm-hmm. so it was almost like i'm gonna let everybody else validate what I'm telling you to make my excuse sound realistic. Oh, yeah. And he did a good job. He said, well, what about that, buddy? Where'd that come from? He said, oh, this is just a cadaver. And he came in, and with this thing, he didn't even call yeah. it a bone saw. He said, with this thing here. And, yeah, it was just, that, that dude, was, dude was slick. He really did. He reminded me of Dexter. That dude was slick. He was slick for sure. But. See, one thing we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. The music. I was going to get to that. Go ahead. I mean. It had the feel, it had that old 80s feel. There were some times where if I closed my eyes for just a second, I would have thought I was listening to um, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space because some of the music <laughs> had that, that the same tones in it. And then when you mentioned the psycho. the psycho music, I was like, that's all I hear now. Every time the music kicked up, I'm like, psycho. And psycho. I actually need to look that up because... It did it at the credits, and there was a few other times for that. That in the, I mean, you've never seen Psycho, right? Nope. Which is a shame. <laughs> in Alfred Hitchcock's uh, Psycho, when she's driving, um, 
her car to get out of town because she has because she you know she's trying to get away from the police and all that stuff. That's the music. Is the dun, 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 dun. now they may have changed it up a little bit. Yeah. But as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Now, granted, and whether they're paying homage or they just right. got the rights to it. I don't and know. granted, it, it might not be the exact same music for verbatim. No, for no, yeah. yeah, but it was close enough where you can go, man. That sounds like psycho music. It did. But yeah, I really enjoyed the music because uh, they could go from okay, you knew something was creepy. Then, like, when Megan and um, Dan was together and they were cutting up and had that fun music, mm-hmm. even when it went comedy, they still had some of that funny music. But, yeah, it was that that was really the times where I felt like Killer Clowns from Outer Space type feel because of the music they were playing, like, not necessarily at the end of it when all the, you know, the cadavers came back to life, but a little bit before that, when they had the body put on his, uh, that little fake head. Oh yeah, little yeah, display head and was walking into the morgue in front of J Mac. That to me was like, really? Yeah, you like, even said it when that happened. You were like, "Are you for real?" Yeah, I was serious? like, "This is like straight comedy." The one chance they missed is when that head—I don't even remember what the head said. Doctor Hill said, but he was like, uh, he said one line and they all popped up. All the oh, yeah. cadavers. As soon as they popped up, you know what they should have played? Do you want a party? <laughs> It's party really? time. Yeah, Return of the Living Dead. Return Day. of the Living Dead. Hey, you know that would have fit it. No. Yeah, it would have. No. Okay. No. Terrible. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, put that music with that scene and see how good look. <laughs> but anyway. Lord. But with that being said, I mean, do you got anything else you want to discuss? Any scenes that stuck out to you? Or? I don't think so, man. I think we pretty much covered everything that I thought. I mean. It, like the main thing that I can't get over is how good the acting was all around. Yeah, yeah. like on every aspect of it. Like, and it, which is rare, being as most of my movie prowess, I guess, comes from newer movies. Yeah, and, and new age acting and stuff like that. For this to be a thirty-seven-year-old movie and the acting catch my attention the way it did, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was. It was really good. I was actually, I was actually surprised on how good the acting was. So do you want to go ahead and give the uh, pulling scale? Pulling scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want me to go first? Or sure. You? Okay. Well, I'm going to say this. I really enjoyed Reanimator. Uh, I like the acting. Like me and you've talked about, I think everybody did a great job. Uh, the special effects were amazing. I loved it. And I love the fact that they did not shy away from the blood, the gore, and all that. Right. And they didn't just throw it in there to be throwing it in there. Like, right. I'm even talking like when they were cutting that dude's head, Dr. Hill. Cutting that uh, cadaver's head and was showing him how to peel it and all that stuff. I mean, that's real life stuff you'd have to watch and see. Of course, we just discussed the music. I thought the music was great. But even more than that, I liked the story. I thought it had a unique story. You know, that's something we didn't mention. The story didn't feel rushed. No. And it didn't feel like it took forever. This movie was, what, an hour and 20? Hour and 24 minutes. And I, and I feel like that was, like, perfect. Yes. Because they didn't rush anything. It kept your attention through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel like, hey, man, I need to, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't think that there was any scene that needed to be taken out. No. I mean, there there really wasn't. There was no scene where I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know. 
but that being said, uh, that's the things that I really liked most about it. Uh, I'm giving it a thumbs up. If you are a horror fan, add this thing to your collection. I mean, I don't see how you couldn't add it to your collection if you're a horror fan. Because uh, it is one of the most popular horror films in that genre. I mean, honestly. Every time I go to a convention, somebody's got something of Reanimator. Yeah. And I'm actually going to give it a B plus. I enjoyed it. Uh, honestly, and I'll be 100% real with you, I would have gave it an A if they hadn't went with the comedy aspect and then the end of it where the intestines come out. I yeah. didn't really dig that. Like, because even when it exploded, what was up with the white smoke? Yeah. It looked like it was dragging him in. I didn't... Yeah. I, it I mean, was too sci-fi. Yes. Uh, yes, those two things right there is what's caused me not to give it an A. But a B plus, a hard B plus. Yeah. Story was great. Loved the music. Special effects were amazing. And I thought everybody did a great job. So that's my rating. Right on. Well, I, I, we're, we're pretty much on par because I'm 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 gonna give it a thumbs up too. Right on. Pretty much for all the same reasons. It was I, I was actually like really surprised with how well the acting, how much I did like the acting, being it was such an older movie. Mm-hmm. Most of the time when I watch an older movie, I'm like, well, you know, he did all right, but this person over here wasn't that great. There, yeah. There's usually one person. That does does an okay job in an older movie like this. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, the acting wasn't bad, but the rest of y'all, y'all sucked. <laughs> I can't think of one person in this movie that their acting was terrible or right. their acting was bad for that matter. Right. Um, I think they all did a really great job. The music was great. It was like perfect for that genre, like the the piano tinkles and and all that kind of stuff. I think the music was spot on. Um, Graphics I thought were great up until the last 15, 20 minutes with the body. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I thought the special effects and everything it was like it was like you said, the the older ones had to work for it. The older movies had to work for it. Now right. they got CGI, and you could tell that they put time and effort into it. Yes, um, I, I, I'm I'm kind of interested to see how long it took them to shoot this. Yeah, because I know you said it was a nine hundred thousand dollar budget. Um, That's what it says on the internet, so yeah. take it for what it's worth. I'm interested to see how long it took them to film some of these scenes. Because you know that makeup took days. Yeah. It had to have. Yeah. <clears throat> um, music was good. Acting was good. I thought the special effects were really good. I'm definitely going to give it a thumbs up. If you're, a, if you're a collector, if you are a cult classic collector, <laughs> you definitely got to add it to your collection. And I'm going to give it a B plus, too. Right on, man. I, I really am. And, and I know we went into this movie, you thinking, you you told me before we ever started watching it, you're not going to like it. I know you're not going to like it. I actually dug it. I really did. I thought, I, I thought it was really good. Well, I really did. I thought you wasn't going to dig it because... <clears throat> it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. There you go. I, I'll put it that way. And it's kind of like, um, uh, what was... Uh, kind of like Freaks. Freaks didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Right. But... This one didn't go the way I thought it was going to go in a good way. Oh, that's good. Because... Well, you kept asking me, is it anything like uh, Human Centipede and all that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Human Centipede and um, stupid, like, Tusk and all that stupid you stuff. You ain't even watched Tusk. I don't want to watch Tusk. But I was expecting it to be cheesy, bad, you know, acting and all this kind of stuff. But it was on the other side of my expectations, which I was, I was surprised with. And... For good reasons. 
It was good. It was good. I liked it. Good deal, man. Trying to see if Tusk is considered horror. Uh, no. I, if, we, if we do Tusk, you're watching The Exorcist. <laughs> yep. But anyway. Or Vampire in Brooklyn. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but that's cool, man. We both agree. B plus, man. Uh, that hasn't happened in a while, has it? No, you're exact usually. Same grade? Yeah, we're usually a couple off. But. Well, we hope we uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, we enjoyed the movie. We enjoy uh, being able to tell you what we like about it, what we don't like about the films. Uh, coming up in well, this month, October. Dum dum dum. Can you guess what we're gonna do? It's October. Just take a guess. I think we've already told them, but I don't know. I I, I just you know just. We will be reviewing Halloween Kills, which came out last year. Yes. And then it is the 40th anniversary of Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. The one that has no Michael Myers. And it's the one Halloween film that so many people hate, which is an actually really good movie. I think it would be a 10 times better over overall if it was just called Season of the Witch. I think it would have got better reviews. If they didn't put a Halloween in front of it? If they didn't put Halloween 3 in front of it, and if it was just called Season of the Witch? Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. See, this is one that I've never seen. And I, I didn't even know the premise of the masks and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, my brother hasn't ever seen it. And he's a big Halloween fan, too. But he's he's just like, eh, it ain't got Michael Myers in it. Maybe we need to get him on that one. We, we do. And, yes, my brother, Chris Reyes, will be joining us for Halloween Kills. Cool. I'm hoping I can get him for Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And we are going to be doing Halloween Ends. And, yes, it will have spoilers. So, if you don't want to hear it, don't listen to it. We will put a warning up. We're going to have to put this one like a week and a half after the the 14th. No. Like, you're going to you're going to put it out the same day? I, I, as long I feel like we do like we did screen. As long as we put warning, spoilers and all that. Ooh, you better hope people read. Oh, they they better <laughs> read. But anyway, that's our schedule for Halloween or Halloween October. Might as well say Halloween. Yeah, really. And as always, our social media, we're on Instagram. Give us a follow on uh, on Instagram. It is smalltownhorrorjohnny underscore randy. On our Twitter, it is at smalltthorrorpod. Facebook is smalltownhorror with Johnny and Randy. And we are available anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Anchor. Google Podcasts. Breaker. Everything. iTunes. I was fixing to say iTunes. Yay. Leave us a review on any of those, uh, wherever you get them. If you get them on iTunes, break, wherever. Wherever you listen to the podcast, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Give us any suggestions you might have for us. I think the last suggestion we got that wasn't your brother was Yellow Brick Road from someone on Instagram. Oh, we've got a. I think we have some that we haven't done yet. Yeah, like we've got we got a couple of suggestions that we haven't done yet. Maybe that's what we need to make January or November. We always at the front of the, uh, first of the year we always end up doing. The, uh, yeah, because we did um, last January we did no. We did do a suggestion in January. I think that's when we did Yellow Brook Road. Yeah, yeah, because we did um, the hotels. And our email should I even oh say? Oh my gosh! Our email is Small Town Horror. JRPod at gmail.com. You probably get more like hits if you just gave out your cell phone for text messages. Man, I can't do that. Why not? Because we need to get a work cell phone. Get a small town horror with Johnny and Randy cell phone account. 
Nah. Hey, get one of them free cell phones to hand out on the side of the road. Yeah, every day too. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I believe that's all we got. Uh, like I said, subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. We're still digging it. This is our third season, and we're still loving every minute of it. So that being said, we cannot wait to start doing the Halloween kills, Halloween three, and Halloween ends. And I can't. I am so worried about Halloween ends. I think they're going to ruin it. But Let's I'm, go. I'm going to go into it with open mind, but I really feel they're going to ruin my Michael Myers because that's my favorite icon. We're not going to be able to watch it on opening weekend or the opening day, so I'm, I'm half tempted to watch it on Paramount and spoil it for Johnny. So uh, he may kick me off of the podcast. I'm not going to even... <laughs> nope. But all right, with that being said, uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And as always, remember to stay scared. Stay spooky.